This is a snapshot, a moment, a sneak inside the minds of five inspiring people. People who did exceptional things, unexpected things, things that transformed them during their time at Edinburgh. My name is Greg Torpy. I'm a doctor over in the west of Scotland. When I came into med school, I had no knowledge that I would end up running an expedition to South America. It never crossed my mind. I certainly liked the outdoors and had been involved in scouting since I was very young, but never thought that would be part of med school. You know, I came into it thinking lots of lectures, lots of books, lots of exams. But as I moved through it and experienced different things and then got involved with the practical sides, I realized that actually this was just as important to, to a career in medicine as the, the learning. The physical bits of med school, including the expedition, taught me skills of communication, of working with others, of, of resilience and organization that, that classroom learning would never have taught me in itself. And certainly made me a far more holistic doctor, you know, well-rounded and a better clinician at the end of the day. So certainly when I came into med school, my thoughts of what I was going to do and after six years, what I did were very, very different. The Apex Expedition was uh, an altitude research expedition that six of us organized uh, whilst at med school. And we went to Bolivia in South America during the summer of 2017. The main aim was to research how altitude impacts on various medical conditions, including uh, the lungs, the blood, and my project was on, on psychology. There was a range of projects that we did, and I think in total we covered eight different projects. The Apex Expedition took around 30 student volunteers to about 5,000 feet above sea level for 10 days. The, the individuals experienced high altitudes and as such altitude sickness. And that was part of the aim of the, the, the trip was to, to allow these individuals who are fit and healthy to experience this in order to, to test our hypotheses and, and complete our projects of the impact of high altitude. My area looked at how personality traits could affect how you respond to high altitude. So if people were had traits that were more neurotic or anxious at sea level, we anticipated that at high altitude, these traits would be heightened. The theory was if we could train people to deal with this and understand their personality, that when individuals went to high altitude, they could recognize management of their you know anxiety in a, in a different way rather than just the physical but also the mental impact of, of high altitude when we were up in the bolivian andes the some of the main challenges were there was 35 of us in a very enclosed space and the food was not great and we were obviously very enclosed lots of people were, were unwell and got things like diarrhea and the supporting your your the volunteers and your colleagues and your friends through that is is takes its emotional toll. You know, we had ten days of of being up there and supporting each other, and you're trying to make friends and support the volunteers whilst also they're you know participants in research, and you have to take their blood and 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 get them to partake in in uh, questionnaires, and it it, it is tiring. 
at high altitude, we know that people sleep poorly. That's a, that's an accepted thing. And when you're sleep deprived and at high altitude feeling sick, you your 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 stress goes up, and your ability to be compassionate and kind definitely is a struggle. And it's uh, it requires a lot of patience and taking time and allowing people to have that space to to vent as well. My experiment had a lot of uh, paper involved, daily questionnaires, and physically getting that paper up, you know, it's heavy in itself, and then getting everyone to participate in it and gather and then interpret that onto a laptop, all whilst we're feeling unwell at altitude and uh, making sure we don't make any mistakes in the data collection whilst there. You know, all this is easy to do when you're well and have a good night's sleep uh, at at home. But when you go to, to 5,000 feet and you've had about two hours of sleep and you can't get to sleep, and then you've got to look at an Excel spreadsheet all day, it's, it's very challenging. While we were in country, we actually had a very last minute change of location of stage due to, due to a blocked road. It was a bit un- unfortunate that this change in location probably impacted my my research a bit. Obviously, the safety of our volunteers was paramount, and we couldn't go up to Chaklataya when it was blocked with ice. Uh, it did mean that our our research was slightly impacted, but it's certainly given a, a start, a grounding for the future of of psychology research whilst at altitude. The Apex Expedition was probably one of the best experiences of my life and you know i've done i've done a variety of things with scouts and uh with in med school and holidays but apex five was definitely the most worthwhile thing i've done and the most exciting thing i've done myself and the five others that organized it formed an incredible bond and that was was one of the most uh worthwhile things that came out of it we worked together and you know we were spread over three different years we were we were we became incredibly close and we were all very proud of what we achieved the after the the 10 days uh, up in the andes we we all traveled and that was phenomenal and it was nice to have after three years of hard work collected data that we've been working towards and then be able to just relax in a beautiful country with some great new friends and you know, looking back, it was it was tough at times, but I wouldn't have you know I wouldn't have changed it for the world, and it was a phenomenal phenomenal experience. I think it it altered how how I work, it made me far more uh, skilled at organising, fitting in, it made me a much better communicator with people of you know of all ages and all backgrounds, and also made me far more resilient. It's funny looking back at the the young Greg at the start of med school and how, you know, med school itself, you develop, but uh, an experience like this really tested me and tested us all and has uh, taught me to, to persevere with, with things if you, if you think the outcome is going to be good. Um, so it has a big, had a big impact on, on how, how I think, even as now as a clinician, I, I act and how I, you know, deal with patients. Um, and it's certainly made me much more resilient, which has been particularly useful given the current pandemic and uh, dealing with that whilst as a, as a clinician.
my career aims are mostly in acute medicine or emergency medicine. And next year, in, well, in August, I'm moving down to Air to, to start a job in in a and E there. And certainly, the the past two years have been have been a lot of fun as a doctor. Uh, I've learned a lot. I've had a lot of tough experiences, a lot of good experiences, and certainly, I'm glad where I've come. And uh, I think my time at university and the things I did at university have really helped develop me as a clinician and supported me in these first uh, two years as a doctor. We all have role models, people we look up to, people who encourage us or who leave a mark on our life. We asked our podcast guests who inspires them. Particularly over the last year and a half, we've had a turbulent time within, within medicine itself and we've had lots of lots of challenges. I think of, of late, the most inspiring person I can think of is actually a patient. Now, I won't say their name for confidentiality reasons, but she was in hospital with a non-COVID issue. She had an issue that was very, very difficult to deal with. Now, she didn't have COVID and she never had COVID while we were in there, but she was an indirect, she had an indirect effect from COVID. She didn't see her family because the hospitals were closed. And despite the horrible situation she found herself in, Every day she remained positive. There were weeks and weeks that we had no progress. And she, you know, she had every right to be, to be broken, to be a broken patient. But we supported her and reassured her that we will get there. And she, she persisted. And it's one of the most inspiring patient experiences I ever had in that even despite all these adversities, she didn't let it break her. And she continued to be, to be strong and optimistic. And finally had a good outcome. And I think it's a great, a great message about for all of us doctors in the past few few months that even in the hardest situations and the, the toughest the toughest situations you can find yourself in, you know, you can you can persevere and hopefully at the end we'll get a good outcome. Podcast guests were supported by Student Experience Grants, one-off awards that help fund innovative projects that help students make the most of their time at Edinburgh. The grants are funded by Edinburgh alumni and friends. Without their generosity, the scheme would not exist. Have you been inspired by this story? Are you a student or member of staff looking for funding? Search Student Experience Grants on the university website to find out how to apply for support. Thank you for listening. And thank you to the donors who make the Student Experience Grants possible.